What's up, everybody? This is Zach. And Amy. Shad. And Judah. Welcome to Be A Light. We hope that you've been having a fantastical weekend, weekday, week whatever. Whenever you're watching this. We hope that it's been <laughs> awesome. Uh, before we get into it, make sure you like, share, subscribe, do all of those things. Follow us on Instagram. Yes. All of our links are down below. Just do it. Do it to it, Lars. Share it um, with your friends. Yes. Sharing is care. Just follow them around in the LBLI. The <laughs> They're like, what is he? Got? <laughs> what? I don't know what he's saying. But this week, we've got awesome stuff. We've been literally just hanging out and praying and asking God for yeah. huge things. We're starting really late because we've just been having so much fun before we even started. <laughs> yes. Um, so, um, yeah, we're just going to kind of, this is going to be kind of one of those uh, chill share kind of things. Uh, I'm going to let Amy start because she's got some words from a big old G-Dog upstairs. So My phone literally just went off like it's, it was like, it's time for you to start going to bed. <laughs> we ain't going to bed. We're talking about Jesus. No. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I've kind of done this before. Um, you know, sometimes God gives us um, words that are specific for people. And uh, yesterday I was praying and <clears throat> he was giving me some words of knowledge for healing, specific things that he wants to heal. Um, and it's just that somebody watching has this, and I believe that God wants to heal you. Um, the first thing is, <clears throat> um, when I was praying, I felt, um, or just listening to God, I, I felt a pain in my right knee. Um, if you have some kind of pain in your knees, <clears throat> um, specifically related to a replacement or that you're needing a replacement, um, God wants to heal you. You do not need a replacement. Mm. And um, and even if you have one, he can give you a new one. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> um, and then um, he gave me a word for muscle spasms in the back. Um <clears throat> especially in the lower back, but if you have any kind of muscle spasms in your back, God wants to heal you. Um, and then I got uh, skin conditions. <clears throat> um, first thing that came to mind was eczema, um, sunspots, and then um, just a little while ago, um, acne. I know that's something that's just like, it's something that's like common what has been accepted as commonplace. I know it's mm -hmm. something that I've dealt with in the past, but um, God can heal all things. And <clears throat> so eczema, sunspots, acne, any kind of skin condition like that. Um, and then uh, something that's I've been hearing a lot recently, um, this was just kind of like, Seasonal allergies. Um, it's something that people accept. It's just like, oh, it's that time of year again. And, you know, we try to do all these remedies and take all of these things. <clears throat> and it's like, don't, don't confess those things over yourself. You don't have seasonal allergies. And... Um, I'm just praying right now that God breaks that cycle yes. off of you in the name of Jesus. Um, there are no more allergies and you are not allergic to God's creation. Amen. That's good. <laughs> I was praying that yesterday and I was just thinking it's like there's, you know, we relate it to pollen, to, you know, everything blooming. And it's just like, that's part of God's creation. Why would we be allergic to that? That's good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and then uh, this isn't health related. It, well, maybe. Um, there's someone watching and you got a bill last week. 
and you don't know how you're going to pay for it. Um, you just got it this past week. Um, God is going to bless you. And he said, do not fear. You're going to be able to pay that bill. He's going to bless you above and beyond. Amen. Um, so I just want to pray for these different things right now. <clears throat> Lord, in the name of Jesus, I thank you that you are our healer, that you have given us divine health. Lord, in the name of Jesus, I thank you that you are healing knees right now in the name of Jesus. I thank you there is no more pain. Just no more pain in the name of Jesus. And it's not just the symptom that the cause of this pain is gone in the name of Jesus. Yes. And the same for these muscle spasms in the name of Jesus. Your muscles operate the way that they were designed and you are your muscles are strong in your back in the name of Jesus. God, I thank you that these skin conditions are healed. There's no more eczema, no more sunspots, no more acne, yes. uh, <clears throat> psoriasis. There is no more psoriasis in the name of Jesus. These embarrassing skin conditions that would make you ashamed to mm -hmm. go out into public to... Um, it, it makes you feel self-conscious. They are gone in the name of Jesus. Yes. And thank you, Lord, that there are no more seasonal, there are no more allergies in the name of Jesus, and we are not allergic to your creation. Amen. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. Yes. Um, <clears throat> God's good. <laughs> that was really good. Yeah. Judah, I want you to bring the Holy Ghost and fire now. <laughs> okay uh first i want to start with a testimony i told them before we even started like right when i got here i had a friend call me and uh, he lost his job last week just due to crazy circumstances and i prayed for him and we just prayed with him and he called me today and said he has three job offers wow. praise the lord not opportunities but offers and so lord's good uh, he'll give you more than you can even handle you know where you have options I just know that it's not my prayer. It's the Lord. He does these things. We're just in union with him. Yep. Um, so, and, and that friend, you know, he watches these videos. I'm going to look him straight in the eyeballs. You come to the Lord fully. You're going to know him. He loves you. He's coming mm -hmm. after you, buddy. I'm telling you right now. I've already told you, and I'm keep telling you. Uh, anyways, I um, we ask what subject we're going to talk about. Like, we're always trying to figure that out. Like, what are we going to talk about this week, guys? And I was just like, Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, that's going to be my subject forever. Um, but, like, we we started it at 8.30. We're usually done by 8.30. Because uh, we just were in there just having an awesome time praying. Um, mm -hmm. Just, you know, they're letting me rant. Anytime you let me rant, I'm going to take up some sweet time. Um but I have a few verses. Usually I just spout them off, but I wanted to have the actual tags for you guys because I want to convey something. I want to convey the point <laughs> of this whole Bible to you. I want to convey what God's been trying to convey since the beginning of time. And that is that Jesus is all we need. I said this at church yesterday. I said that other beliefs have principles, but we have a person. Mm. We have the person of Jesus Christ, who is God, who is fully God and fully man. And there's a few verses here that I want to share with you so that you can know that you can get off the treadmill, the little hamster wheel of trying to be these things, trying to please God, trying, 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 because try as you might, if you haven't realized yet, if he had to kill his son, what makes you think your effort can do anything? Mm. If he sent his only son, he gave himself up willingly for us. If God had to do that, then what makes us think our efforts are to any avail? They should have made us realize through the law that we cannot do it. So I have a few good verses for you. First one is 1 Corinthians 1.30, and write these down and meditate on these. 1 Corinthians 1.30, it says, It is because of him that you are in Christ Jesus, who has become for us wisdom from God, that is, our righteousness, holiness, 
and redemption. Another translation, English Standard Version, says he has become our righteousness, sanctification, and redemption. So sanctification. If you're in, I'm going to call this out. If you're in a group of the church that's telling you you need to wait to get sanctified, you need to work on your sanctification, you can go to your pastors, show them this verse, and say, I am united with Mr. Sanctification himself. (laughs) I am sanctified by Christ and Christ alone, not your actions, not the amount you feel sanctified. You have been made sanctified, for he has become your sanctification. He has become your righteousness. He has become your redemption. Now we go to John 14, 6. And everyone knows this verse because Jesus answered and said, I am the way, I am the truth, and I am the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. So we know there's no way in ourselves. He's the way. There's no truth in ourselves that we can't find ourselves without him. You don't know yourself outside of him. He's the truth of who you are. And he is the life. He's the substance. It says everything was made for him, held together by him, for him, through him, and held together by him. I don't know the tag for that, but go Google it. Then we have Ephesians 2, 14 through 22. It says, for he himself is our peace, who has made both one and has broken down the middle wall of separation, having abolished in his flesh the enmity, that is, the law of con- of commandments contained in ordinances, so as to create in himself one new man from the two, thus making peace, and that he might reconcile them both to God in one body through the cross, thereby putting to death the enmity. And he came and preached peace to you who were afar off, and to those who were near, For through him we both have access by one spirit to the Father. I hope you're getting my point. If not, I will elaborate in just a minute. 2 Corinthians 5.21 God made him who had no sin to be sin for us, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. So not only did he become everything we need, he became who we were so we could become who he is. So you, he, he became sin. He became what we were so that we can become who he is. Mm-hmm. So I need you to understand this, beloved. He is everything you need. He's the answer to your prayers. He's the way out of your situation. He's the truth to the answer that you need. He's the life to the death that you feel in your body. Come on. He is your peace. He's your redemption. He is your source. There is no going past him. There is no teachings you need past him. Everything is understood through him. He told them, he said, you search the scriptures as if in them you'd find eternal life, but they speak of me, but you won't come to me. All the law, if you like following the law, then you know the one who follows it must live by it. And that you, if you fail in one area, you fail in all areas. So if you think you can uphold and find salvation through the law, then why did Christ come? Mm. Why are you following Christ at all, Paul said? Paul said, if the, if the law could bring salvation, Christ died for nothing. And he came for nothing. But I assure you today, the law is not your salvation. The God's not calling you to a moral compass. He's not calling you just to be morally right. He's called you and he has redeemed you. He has murdered you. He murdered the one who was not pleasing. And you were birthed again in Christ pleasing. Because you and yourself cannot be pleasing. Get this. You cannot be pleasing. You've been made pleasing. He's in Ephesians Ephesians 1, uh, verse about 4. It says, He predestined you before the foundation of the world to be holy and blameless in His sight. He predestined that, guys. This is too good to be true. This is the gospel. This is the good news. Turn off Fox News, CNN, turn off all that stuff, and turn tune mm-hmm. into the good news. Yes. Tune into the good news of what God has done for you. This Amen. is the salvation. This is the power of God, the gospel of what Christ Jesus single-handedly God has done for you. Stop fighting battles in heavenly places with enemies that aren't even there. Stop fighting and beating the air. You need to learn how to rest. You need to learn how to have joy fair, not warfare. Wow. 
You need to stop trying to be all these things and realize that he has made you these things and live from that place of freedom, that place of joy where you don't have to measure up because one already measured up. If you can liken yourself so much with Adam, how come you can't liken yourself with Christ? If you can liken yourself such as a wretched sinner, but you didn't do nothing to get that, how come you can't liken yourself just to be righteous? You didn't do nothing to get that either. Yes. Wow. You didn't sin to become a sinner. You don't got to be righteous, have one righteous act to become a righteous man. Through Christ Jesus and Christ Jesus alone, does he provide the peace you need, the joy you need, the righteousness you need? It says in Galatians 5, about 22, 20, something there, the fruit of the Spirit, the fruit of the Spirit, the Holy Spirit that he put in you is peace, joy, long-suffering, kindness, forbearance, all these things. There's no law. There's no regulation. But I'm trying to convey to you today to give up. To stop it. Stop trying to please God. He's made you pleasing. Mm-hmm. Stop trying to be righteous. He's made you righteous. Stop trying to be a sinner. Romans 6 says you're dead to sin and you're alive to Christ. Yes. You are alive to the source and the power of God to walk like him. And he's not ashamed to call you brother yes. or sister. He's the firstborn yes. son among many sons. This is all in the word of God. But if you want to follow a cliche thing, then go warm that pew, my friend. But if you want to follow the real God, then get in the Bible and understand that he wants to speak to you for yourself. Yes. That you don't need a pastor. You don't need a teacher. We have these things. These are gifts to the body, Ephesians says. But he says that you would need no man to teach you for the Holy Spirit shall teach you and show you all things. He will lead you into all truth. That you need no man. But we do gather together. I love you. I encourage you today that you know that greater is he who is in you than he who is in the world. That with men, nothing is possible. With God, all things are possible. This is all scriptural truth. That you simply say, I agree with it. And then your body starts to align up. Your mind starts to align up. Your emotions start to align up as you proclaim, I agree with it. Everything in your body might say, no, you don't. You say, yes, I do. I agree with this is the truth. I I guarantee you that's all I've done, and I'm wild-eyed and crazy because of it. And I believe beyond a shadow of a doubt what is written in this word, and I will follow it. And I will see change in my life. I'll see change in my friends' lives. I will see salvations. I'll see healings, dead raising, lepers cleansed, crazy miracles, whatever is needed. Because I am a citizen of heaven, and you are too, beloved. We are all citizens of heaven. I'm going to stop. That's Go good, ahead. man. That's good. <laughs> uh, just kind of going off of what you were saying, um, like I was raised in church. Uh, I know a lot of us were, uh, and this isn't to single anybody that wasn't raised in church. I think you, there's so many breakthroughs for Christians that are early in their faith. Like God's just like answering prayers left and right for you because he's wanting to show you his character. Yeah. So you start believing more. But I was raised in church and like know the truth, know the principles, all of this. But until I started reading for myself, not reading to, you know, get the little check that you got, you read today on the Bible app and all of that, which I love doing that. But, um, reading and getting it in my spirit where my spirit started growing, Mm -hmm. you know, is like waking up to its realization and everything. And the longer that I've done that, the longer I've pushed myself, uh, the more my spirit, like I'm not tempted. Like I'm not tempted of the things that I used to be tempted of or that I would cave into or do this, that, or the other, because like you said, I'm dead to sin and I'm, I'm believing that now yes. instead of like, oh, well, you know, I'm, I'm getting tempted by this thing. You know, it's like I'm dead to that. That's yes. not even a thing that I even consider anymore, mm-hmm. that that action or whatever it was. And it's like, man, that feels so good. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you got nothing. <laughs> you got nothing. And I, it's just awesome. And the more you feed that, it's like when you start working out, you've got to feed yourself. Um, you know, Barry's like, he doesn't work out at the gym. I used to, <laughs> and I need to again. But, you know, the biggest thing about losing weight and going to the gym is not going to the gym and lifting weights. It's the nutrition side of things. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're not feeding your body the right things, yep. it's not able to build. It's not able to strengthen itself. If you're putting crap fuel into a car that requires premium fuel, then that car is going to run bad. Yep. 
Uh, same thing with our bodies. Same thing with our spirits. If you're if you're not feeding it what it needs, if you're not feeding it with the word, then you know it's just going to be there. Yeah. So you're like, okay, you know. So the more you feed it, the better off you're going to be. Yes. That's kind of what I was getting. It's like, just go out there and do it. Just start in the Psalms. Like start where God's leading you. If, yeah. You know, like it might not. Where I started might be different than where Shad starts or where Judah starts. You know, it's wherever God's leading you and just listen. Like, ah, I want to go read Mark. You know, it it doesn't really matter as long as you're getting in the word. Mm -hmm. Was that you saying that you're going to go paleo with me? (laughs) I've thought about it, to be honest. I get on it. the You're recording. Got to edit that one out. <laughs> it's canon. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> We're all staring at you, Shed. Um, it's pretty much wide open today, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. wide open. Wide yeah. open. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna be really, really candid, just because this is something that happened today, and. I've been blown away here recently um, by how much God was willing to speak to us. Um, Cause I spent, I lived with you for three years and like, you know, he's always telling me, God's always speaking to you. We just, we got to figure out how to hear him, but he's always speaking. <laughs> yeah. And um, as I've grown, I realized that maybe I wasn't hearing because I didn't want to listen, but the mm. more, that I've listened and I put what he's saying into practice. It's like he gives seed to the sower. The word of God is a seed. So the more I'm sowing what he's saying, the more he's saying. And that's good. I'm just really excited going forward because I feel like this is the key that unlocks everything because God knows everything and he's Mm -hmm. involved in everything. And it's like, if I'm going to obey what he's saying, in every single situation and I can hear him all the time, then like what, what's going to stop us from accomplishing whatever it is. Yeah. yeah. There is, there is nothing that's going to stop us. Uh, but <laughs> that's all I got for right now. I'm sorry. Cool. That's awesome. Um, <clears throat> just to kind of talk about our Friday night, uh, cause that was just awesome. Yeah. Um, we had Chad's birthday party uh, and got to hang out with a lot of awesome people. And if you're watching, I just called you awesome. So there you go. Um, but it was the first time in my life that I was around people around my age that was as hungry or hungrier than me. Yeah. And it was just awesome to see like just a gathering of people that it's not just you know, me sitting in my house and like, hey guys, you know, yeah. like with us and everything, it was other people. And just to see what God was doing, connecting people, me, people like from my past coming through the door. And I know Amy experienced this the same way. Yeah. And I'm like, I know that person. <laughs> and like being able to close such a painful chapter in my life you know, I'm sure she didn't even realize like what it was about, but it was kind of like, okay. And that chapter's finally closed. And it was God just like, okay, I've taken care of everything. But like, it was just awesome. It was just 100% awesome. And your testimony was just really, really powerful. Mm-hmm. And I know it blessed a lot of people. And I'm, I know the seed's been planted, my friend. Well, you want me to give another testimony to bless some people? Yeah. Sure. <laughs> I feel like if I don't say this, I'm going to be disobedient. Um, I didn't finish my story a minute ago, uh, but I didn't finish it on purpose. Uh, but now I'm going to finish it because it's the only thing that's in my mind. So I know that's what the Lord wants me to say. <laughs> <laughs> so what happened earlier today, um, <laughs> I got home. I woke up. I went to jujitsu. Monday's my day off. Woke up, went to jujitsu, went to Waffle House, and at Waffle House, I just eat my breakfast and pray and read and kind of plan out my week and stuff of that nature. I got home and I just started eating some junk food. And then I started, I got on the computer and I started looking up football stuff. And 
as soon as I started looking at football stuff, and yeah, I'm telling you guys, I'm learning to hear God more clearly. I'm, I'm, I'm new at hearing this clear, but the Lord told me, if you don't get off right now, you're going to look at porn. And I, t- I told him, no, I'm not. Five minutes later, I was looking at porn just like that. Yeah. And I'm just realizing in a way, like I was almost happy about it. Not that it happened, but the realization of like what this is going to do in my life long term to be able to listen to that voice every time it speaks to me. Mm -hmm. And then like, then he goes on like a a five minute, he has a five minute conversation with me after that. And he's talking about as believers, we can't afford as anybody, but we can't put our, we can't allow our bodies to go on autopilot. And that was what happened to me. Mm -hmm. I got home and I just started eating junk food. Like I wasn't even thinking about it. Mm-hmm. And you know, there's a bag of chips. There's a pastry. I'm just eating this stuff. When I got on the internet, I got on there like completely autopilot. Mm-hmm. So like I have these habits of all this football stuff I check and then it end up going to pornography. I told God, no, I'm not going to do that. But he knew that I was not living my life in that span of time with intentionality Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and we have to live with purpose. And he was explaining to me, everything we do has to be with purpose because his, our purpose is his will. Like he and like, once we're believers and we're saved, we're married. It's like, we're, we're one, we're our own being, but we're still one. So what I'm trying to say is if you let your soul and your mind and your will do what they want to do. All they understand is pleasure and pain. Mm. So they're going to seek things that please them and avoid things that they think are painful, but that's not necessarily what you need to be doing at the time. Mm. If you're governed by God, you're going to be doing what's good for you. You're going to be doing what's good for the people around you. But um, anyways, that was a conversation I had with him. So learn to hear God. That's a good thing. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> I think it's important, you know, and like being honest about that, because I'm sure that was not the easiest thing to say, but God God loves us so much. And that's something that I'm I'm working on is like just understanding that, hey man, I don't care. I still love you. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It's being there. Okay. So this is a perfect example of God's victory over sin. And I'm gonna tell you that right now. Because he did. He doesn't convict us of sin. He convicts us of righteousness. Scripture says he came into the world to convict the world of sin, us of righteousness. So we're convicted of righteousness. What he was convicted of was not the action he did, but who he is, where he's. Because God is God. The reason he wants us to be intentional because he is intentional. Mm-hmm. For him to convict of sin is to disgrace his son. Mm. But for him to convict of righteousness is to exalt his son. Because correction is not correcting a habit, it's replacing it. Yeah. It's providing with a way out, yeah. with the proper way to live, the proper mindset. That's why he instantly went into teaching him mm-hmm. and saying this and learn this and this. Because we think that we're we're cut off from God the second we commit an act of sin. I don't care what he would have mentioned. Mm-hmm. It doesn't cut you off. Mm-hmm. The Lord has united himself with you. He has cast yes. your, your sins into the sea of forgetfulness. As far as the east is from the west, he's not trying to bring it up and remind you. That's called the accuser of the brethren. But you have to understand he's a father. Mm-hmm. And just like with the sun time, sometimes you let the sun touch the stove. Mm-hmm. And that's the only way they're going to learn. You tell them to stop, stop, 
Stop, stop. Sometimes you just, oh my God, my hands burn. Yeah, you shouldn't have touched the stove the 12 other times I told you not to. So he told him, hey, don't touch the stove. He touched the stove and he went, okay, I don't want to do that anymore. Mm -hmm. Yep. That's, uh, yep. And now, this might sound stupid, but part of me did it as a test. Like, I, I, I wasn't 100% sure it was God. I felt like I was 75, I was about 75% sure this was God. And I was like, you know what? Because I'm, lear I'm learning to hear God. Mm -hmm. I was like, I'm going to say, no, I'm not going to do it. And then I did it. <laughs> so I was like, okay, this is God. Yeah. <laughs> so it was, it was a little bit of an experiment. But just like Judy was saying, as soon as it was finished, and he started speaking to me clearly, like sentence after sentence, um, it was very, it was encouraging. It was uplifting. It wasn't, Yeah. I mean, it was, he was serious that, and just explaining to me that we have to have control over our mind, will, and our emotions, our flesh. We got to have control of ourselves, or we're not going to get to the place we want to get to. Mm -hmm. So like he was serious, but it wasn't condemning. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's a father. He chastens those he loves. Mm -hmm. And if you're not chastened, scripture says you're a bastard. You're not a son, but he chastens those he loves. He brings correction, but his correction is not angry. Yep. It is out of love. He is a perfect father. And some of you need to know and learn from that how, how he stewards. Mm -hmm. If you get those thoughts immediately, oh, it's over. <laughs> you just messed up. How long have you struggled with this? How's it been? About 10 years? Wait, most of your life? Man, it's probably because this probably, if you go down that trail, that's not the Lord. He has no time for that. He, he sent his son. Yep. And he's going to call you to a better place. To a better place. The reason he doesn't want us satisfying in sin is because he has pleasures forevermore. He says, at my right hand are pleasures forevermore. And if we would learn to satisfy, just like he said, they want pleasure or it'll avoid pain. And the Lord's got more pleasure than any sin. Mm -hmm. He's not saying don't do that, but he's like, don't do this because I got way more pleasure <laughs> than any sin you can. It satisfies for a season, but I'm eternal. I am lasting. I am everlasting to everlasting. He supplies all you need. He is the satisfaction. The word ecstasy, I can look this up and tell you in the Friday video, but it's, it's in there. It's the ecstatic state, the ecstasy of God. It's somewhere in the Bible. I'm going to go find that word for you guys. <laughs> but the, the, the devil didn't invent ecstasy as a pill. God himself is our ecstasy, our pure state of ecstasy, our joy, our satisfaction. He is the pleasure yes. forevermore. And he, the reason he, he wants to teach us and say, hey, don't do this, but not because he's like, I'm just mean and old grumpy man, don't want you doing these things. It's because it's like, I am pleasure. <laughs> I'm Mr. Pleasure. I got joy, unspeakable. And then mm -hmm. you start getting to a place where you're hearing them. You're being obedient. You're walking in life with them. And then it's like this pleasure begins to flow through you. And you just wake up and you're like, whoa, I'm so happy. I ain't got no reason to be happy, but I'm happy. Woo, I got joy. And you're like this all the time. You're just excited <laughs> all the time because you don't want nothing else but him. And he just pleases you. And then you don't even want to sin. That's why you're not even tempted by sin because you realize you're not even of this world that goes by temporal momentary pleasures, but you're from heaven and you are satisfied by him and him alone. Amen. <laughs> I look like you had something to say. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I do kind of. Um, just, it ties into what I mentioned before we started recording and what I was reading. I've been, I've been studying the song of Solomon here recently, the song of songs. And when they say song of songs, that means that is like the chief song of all songs. The same way God is the king of kings. He's the king of all the kings. Mm -hmm. And that entire book is about God's love with us. So the song above everything is our love with God. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And also, as I mentioned, um, it uh, repeats over and over again that the love of our, um, the King's love is better than wine. And I really feel like the wine represents everything we're doing with our life. So we break up the ground, we put in the seed, we fertilize, we water, we harvest, 
We take the grapes, we smash them, we let them ferment, and then that's the process of us achieving the dreams that God put in our hearts. Mm-hmm. But his love is better than that. Yes. And that's something I've sh- I struggle with a lot of my life. And only in the past year or so have I actually truly believed that his love is better than mm. the dreams that he put in my life. And I'm way more satisfied now. Now I'm for the first time, my life is actually going towards those dreams <laughs> <laughs> after I got on the right side of this equation. Yeah. <laughs> but his love is the only thing that satisfies. Yes. Yeah. Cause it talks about uh, prophecies and how prof- being prophetic and speaking in different languages mm-hmm are great, but the greatest of those mm-hmm. is love. Yeah. And realizing like God is love. Mm-hmm. Jesus is love, you know, because mm-hmm. Jesus, you know, all that that is the most important thing. Like literally, that is the most important thing. And everything comes from love. And like that has just been on my heart like nobody's business is if we get a hold of his love fear goes away mm-hmm. sickness goes away like everything goes away because he loved us so much that jesus came here like this heavenly being literally came down made himself man dwelt among mm-hmm. us took everything on to him lived a sinless life but then got crucified just had all of this on him and he loved us so much to go through all of that so he could redeem us but he also loved us so much that he wanted to experience that. Mm. He wanted to experience humanity mm. because he loves humanity. And that did you know Jesus is still robed in flesh? Yeah. He's not as floating as a mystical spirit. He's a man seated on the throne. Yeah. He added humanity to his mm. divinity that day. Mm. And then he lived an entire physical life. He didn't appear in a physical body at 30. He had poopy diapers. He cried. He did all that. All that. (laughs) And he was literally a seed planted in the earth. And Mary literally looked at him every day as a promise from God. And that's why she said in that moment, she said, do whatever he says. She was ready for him to come into his own. Mm -hmm. Come on. She had that promise that he's Emmanuel, God with us. Mm-hmm. And she said, do whatever he says. He ignored, she straight up ignored her savior, Jesus, who's her son also. Because in the flesh, he's her son. So do whatever he says. <laughs> I'm the mama. You about to walk in your power. You know? <laughs> um, but guys, I cannot relate to you enough. Your job that you're pursuing and wearing yourself out for, exhausting yourself for, will never satisfy. The relationship that you're trying so desperately to make work and you're putting in the effort, hoping that they reciprocate that same love is never going to satisfy. And one, they ain't never going to. Mm. If they didn't start, they ain't going to start eventually. Mm. I'm going to tell you right now. Don't waste your time on that stuff. All these things that you're putting your effort into that are frivolous and ultimately not Mm. satisfying, he can give to you in in an instant. Mm. I have a testimony of a friend. I'm not going to mention the friend who... She liked this guy for as long as she knew him. The Lord told her, hey, I'm going to make him, I'm going to reveal you to him. Boom, bam, pow, boom. They get married soon. But I'm just saying, she had the love of the Lord first. Mm. And he he did all this, and it's a beautiful story. They can tell it if they want to. I'm not saying names. Um, but you have to understand, he thinks eternal. Mm-hmm. If he thought temporal, he'd be a man. But he's God. He sees everything. That's why he says you seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things are added to you. He can give it in a moment. He spoke the world into existence. How do you think he can't pay your bills? Come on now. Amen. How can he not give you a car, pay your car payment, (laughs) do whatever? You're united with him. You are united with him. Begin to think on eternal things, and the temporal will manifest itself. God will provide all you need. He's already actually provided all you need Mm. according to his riches and glory. He's given you everything for life and God likeness. Mm -hmm. So we need to begin to focus on our love because when this earth is rolled up, everything's rolled up. It is he and he alone who will satisfy he and he alone who we're going to focus on he and he alone who is our everything really 
There, there's so we need to get our eyes off of that's why Jesus he said, Don't worry about tomorrow, it has enough worries for itself. Forget about your past, that's gone. Who of you, by worrying, can add even a cubit to your height? So, know today that you ain't supposed to worry, you're not supposed to fret, it's not in your DNA anymore. You're a citizen of heaven. You have only the settings to believe. You have only the settings to have faith. You have only the settings to have hope. You only have settings for love. You need to realize these buttons that you think can be pressed aren't even on the press board anymore. They ain't even something you can press. But you need to realize this, that you're a new model. You're of a new creation created in Christ Jesus. There is nothing in you. That is of this world any longer. And the more you rest in this, the more you believe this, the more you'll see it in your life. I trust me, guys. Today is your day of freedom. Right now, in Come Jesus' on. name, I speak your freedom to manifest now. Lord, I thank you Amen. for revelation of this knowledge right now, Lord, Amen. that they'd wake up to this heavenly reality of who you've made them. Father God, I thank you. I see sickness coming off of your body right now. I see where your heart's been broken. Not that a feeling would come, but that truth would come. And that truth would set you free. The reality of God would wake up in your life and where you've allowed heartache, where you've allowed bitterness. Bitterness is being uprooted right now in Jesus' name. Where you've allowed yourself to get hurt, where you've opened yourself up. But beloved, I tell you, you've only opened yourself up because you thought you had the ability to be open to those things. But now the Lord is revealing to you now that he's made you of a new substance an incorruptible seed, his beloved who cannot be offended, who cannot get hurt, who does not have the ability to be angry and sin any longer, but you are of a substance of love. You are the substance of heaven, one of peace, joy, righteousness, self-control, long-suffering. You are 1 Corinthians 13. No longer look at that and hope that you'll be that one day, but wake up to the reality that is who you are. He is summoning you to a better place right now. And if you would just believe this, it's yours already. Just take it. Why are you not going to your bank account and taking out money that's already there? Anybody would be stupid if they knew you had a million dollars in the bank, but you never touched it. Well, you do. You have the kingdom of heaven, but you haven't made a withdrawal yet. You've been trying to live on your own. You've been trying to do things on your own. No one's ever given you anything you say, but the Lord has given his son to you. So no longer can you say that. You need to get that mentality out of your mind that's you and you alone who's done these things. Humble yourself in the sight of the Lord and he will exalt you. That's all. Amy, you got something? Um, I saw you pulling scripture up, so I didn't know. I just <clears throat> was reading and encouraging myself while you talked about stuff. <laughs> and... Uh, I don't know why um, God keeps bringing this up in my mind. So um, it's totally kind of <clears throat> left field, but um, he gave me a word a long time ago. Not only, I mean like last year and uh it was that I was going to see the butterflies of heaven. And I never quite knew what that meant. Um, and he brought it up again the other day. Um, and I was, I mean, I was just looking at like what, you know, butterflies represent <laughs> just Google. <laughs> and, um, one of the first things that came up was that it's a symbol of resurrection. Mm. It represents life. And I've seen so much recently, especially like here with us, it's like just this realization of dreams and of this life that we've been going you know wanting and we're you know going forward with and it's like I don't quite know how to word it but it's like 
we're seeing we're 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 seeing that more and more in ourselves and I mean what Judah's been <laughs> going with tonight like it's just like I think there's so it, there's so much like like Judah was saying it's like we feel like we have to um you know work for our sanctification and all this stuff and it's like you got to already realize like <laughs> this may sound silly but the caterpillar is gone it's already gone through the cocoon mm -hmm. the gestation and, and everything and it's like you already are the butterfly mm -hmm. and it's like realize that you already are this mm -hmm. resurrected new creature mm -hmm. that's taking flight and that's able to see things at new heights yes. and yes. it's like to see it for yourself <laughs> um and I feel like somebody needed to hear that. That's why he kept bringing it up in my mind. Mm -hmm. um, and it's just, it's beautiful that just like this tiny little creature that seems like it would just, you know, could be crushed so easily. It's like, <clears throat> it's this representation of something that's so powerful and it's so beautiful. It's like when we see a butterfly, it's just like you... Um, it's so beautiful and it's so um, sacred that it's just like all you can do is just look at it and be amazed by it and and that's who we are and when people see when you like completely are that full realization of who you are in Christ people are just going to marvel at that because they're seeing Jesus Yes, <clears throat> and they're going to see <laughs> these other things that just Google, it's just Google. It's not yeah. the Bible. It's just Google saying <laughs> this, that you're representing endurance, change, hope, and life. Mm. And I just, I just, I love that. And I feel like you needed to hear that, whoever that was. So. And I want, I want to say this, uh, you are the fruit on the tree of Christ. Yeah. He was the seed. He grew into the tree. You are the fruit of Christ. Yeah. You are not a separate tree. Just as he says, we he is the vine. We are the branches. The Father is the vine dresser. You are the fruit of Christ. Yeah. He produced you. You don't produce him. Yeah. <laughs> Be free to know that you've been Amen. produced by the highest quality mm -hmm. that there is. He was an incorruptible seed. He fell into the ground and died. He said no seed, unless it falls into the ground and dies, can produce life. He knew that he's the seed of heaven. He's the firstborn son among many sons. Uh, as you were talking about, like the butterfly, like we are the butterfly and everything. I'm sure everybody's seen like videos of like an animal being raised by other animals mm -hmm. and that animal tries to imitate mm -hmm. those things. If we're already that butterfly, we already are Christ on earth. We mm -hmm. are made through him. Then why are we trying to imitate the world? Yeah. Another thing for you, Adam and Eve, ate of the tree to become like God, even though they already were. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. why we're falling for the same deception that's been going on <laughs> since the beginning of time to try to do to be, but we already are mm -hmm. the same snake oil salesman's been selling the same <laughs> thing since <laughs> the beginning of time. And we're going to look at him one day and go, you're the one yeah. who overthrew nations. Who did what? But I can I guarantee you guys the same deception. They ate of the knowledge of the good of the tree and evil. He said, you'll become like God. But hey, if you go a few verses before, it's God said, let us make man in our image. Yeah. Yeah. So right now the devil's sitting there is trying to sell you something that you already are. Mm -hmm. He took your left shoe off and tried to sell it to you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And when you get to that realization, you're already you've, you're already there. The devil is intimidated by that because yes. the devil has always wanted to be like God. Mm -hmm. And God was like, 
nah, dude. And they kicked him out of heaven. And then he made billions of <laughs> creatures that were like God. It's yeah. like, this is what you wanted, but you'll never get it. Yeah. <laughs> so we're here to torment him, not the other yeah. way around. <laughs> yeah. All right. That's good. I, we're going to get the organ out here in a minute if we can yeah. go. <laughs> oh, um, we hope you enjoyed the episode. Uh, yes. I know this is kind of more of like a, we're just connecting. We're just plug, yeah. plugging in and just going at it and everything, which I enjoy these episodes as the other ones as well. Um, before we go, um, Jude, I want you to pray over people. I just, I feel it. Okay. Feel it and just go at it, bro. Okay, I'll, I'll wing it. I know you will. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Father God, we thank you. Lord, I thank you that this week, actually, you're going to finish since we post this on Wednesdays. I thank you when they hear this, Lord, that you'll finish off the week better than they started it, Lord. Mm. That you'll finish off the week better than they started. Lord, I thank you for like a 30-day free trial. Lord, I thank you for effortless happenings in their life, Lord. I thank you that all who hear this will begin to have amazing things happen, and you'll make it very apparent who you are in their life. You'll make it very apparent whether they believe or not that you are their provider, you're the substance of life, you are the substance of joy, of their peace, Lord. Lord, if they're already saved, Father God, I thank you for more revelation than they can handle. They're going to have to say, Lord, I need you to stop speaking for like one second because I can't handle another thing. Mm -hmm. They'll be so overwhelmed by your goodness. I thank you for ecstatic trances, Lord, visions, mm -hmm dreams lord miracles out the yin yang the bilocations mm. translocations whatever you want to do father go ahead and have your way money miracles weight loss miracles in jesus Thank name jesus. father yes, god lord. where people have been struggling to lose weight i command it to yes. burn off of their body oh, in yes. jesus name yes or where people have been trying to rehab a part of their body be rehabbed in jesus mighty name I praise your name, Jesus. Amen. 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 All right, everybody. You have an awesome week. Share it. Like it. Share it again. Share it multiple times. Make a new account. Yes. Share it. <laughs> yes. Share it so much that people get it shared. And, <laughs> all right. So do all that. Uh, we, we have a podcast as well. If you like the audio version, I don't know. A lot of people work. And they can listen to audio stuff. We have that as well. You can find us on all the podcast services and all that good stuff. All right. That's it. We hope you have an awesome week. This has been Zach. And Amy. Chad. And Judah. Have a blessed week. Goodbye. Goodbye.